Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you to our second episode of our Sweetness Run-Through. Our agents meet up with the Bernier family who have reported to the authorities about a, a graffiti mark that has been left on their front door. This is what the agents are there for. This is what they are there to investigate. Remember, if you like the show, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. We're on all the famous podcast apps, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and we're on Audible now too. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. Leave us that that little comment down there. Hit that little subscribe bell. Don't forget to leave that little subscribe bell so you never miss an episode when we drop one. Let's see. How about we warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents this second episode. By the way, we recorded over five hours of this playthrough. That means five episodes coming your way. So I hope you guys are all ready for it because we're putting them in the can. (laughs) Enjoy. something too i'm going to mute myself and let me know if you can hear no okay good i'm making sure that the mute works again because if i'm dicking around or rolling something and i could I tell the to... moment you did that it there was like dead air i could immediately huh. tell so yeah. all right on yeah so um what was i gonna say oh it's uh yeah it's like 56 now like i went outside uh to check the the weather and we had that like kind of low level fog like that civil war uh oh, revolutionary war damn. fog it's awesome the Thulu fog yeah and it's like <laughs> rolling over the pond and stuff like that and it's like ah, oh, what the hell's out there fucking fog pirates and shit brandy was saying she's like you got to get out there and go see sam i said i'd love cheers, to brothers hi cheers cheers brothers you got anything fortifying that coffee or is it just coffee brother oh yeah i got something fortifying the coffee I told Ryder I went and made sure I talked to the manager. Hey. Uh, yeah, some extra ones. Those are the best, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so how how does everyone feel to be getting back into their feet again? It's Ready good. Their I, characters. <laughs> yeah, I need to uh, chat with you again, Tony or Ryder. Just give me a brief because uh, I remember the name of my son is is Kage, right? Cage, but. Uh, my sister, I don't like when you you see actually last time, Ryder, you sprung like your sister is this. I'm like, I never had a sister. <laughs> it's Sui. I'll tell you what, I'll get that information for you on yeah, her name is our next Sui. episode. Yeah, as long as we're not covering it now, I don't want to. No, it won't be. Know. It won't, most likely won't be pertinent at this time. Uh, right. But it's funny because I have I found my well, I didn't find it. I actually pulled it out. It was my book that had all the stuff for the. The, all of our Delta Green run-throughs because I was looking for the stuff for the uh, Carrying Crown. I guess we're going to pick that up again. So That's bitching. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you were saying that. that. All new characters except for uh, Junior, right? He's going to yeah, have the Junior's old character is going to be still being who he is. So That's great. I'm looking forward to that. It It's a different um, feeling. It's not as, as lighthearted. It's more heavy. In fact, it's very... Uh, cthulhu-esque you know mm-hmm. great carrying ground star yeah yeah it's fucking dark shit i like that so hell yeah so you guys are enjoying what we're what we got going on so far with sweetness huh absolutely oh i found my notes from future perfect oh just, good. they were very sparse but i have them and i put the correct date on that was my problem i dated the the sheet wrong so yeah yeah the last time we played was uh november of 2020 yeah i remember wow. it was right Right before uh, Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving, I can't remember. It was it was, it was in before. That. It specifically the specific date was the twenty fifth. Yeah. Well, are we ready to kick this thing off? We are. Let's do it. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard Twenty Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers of your yeah, yeah. As we bring to you. Session two of our sweetness scenario, Delta Green. And let me tell you, I'm having a blast. So in our last episode, you guys were given the call that there was a family, the Bernier family in Tampa, Florida, 
that had an unusual mark appear on their front door. It caught the eye of a friendly in the sheriff's department who reported up to the agency. They immediately dispatched you because of the hyper geometric connotations that this sign might imply. And they wanted you to, to figure out where the sign came from, take care of all the vectors covering that sign, and to come up with some kind of a mundane uh, resolution to make this whole thing go away. As it is, you guys have currently checked into the Holiday Inn in Tampa. You guys got your suits, you guys got your IDs, and you are currently on your way to the Bernier's residence. I, from my understanding, right? You guys didn't want to go to the, to the Sheriff's Department, or what did you want to do? We're going to the Bernier's. Okay. Yeah. Now, they've already had, con like, people have already been sent out to look at the door and take pictures, obviously, right? So they've been already been contacted by the, the locals and all that kind of stuff so yeah the local uh, law enforcement who are the sheriff's department had gone out there at the behests of the bernier family they took a report down uh but it didn't from from what you could see in the report it doesn't look like the father took it too serious almost like kids maybe pranking possibly something like that uh it was more of his wife that kind of pushed the issue to get the police involved because they had just recently moved in and of course, I guess the, the news cycle must have been slow in that area because the newsroom dispatched a team out there to cover that as well, probably to fill an area for the late night run. So, so Paulie, I think we maybe played this that, yeah, this is most likely nothing. Like you said, kids maybe play with, uh, or talk to the husband like, hey, look, we understand, you know, your wife and all that but you know we got in you know we're involved we're going to take a look it's most likely nothing you know like maybe play it like that yeah that sounds um, good okay yeah like we don't want to in this situation i think maybe uh yeah maybe we try to get in more friendly with them and find out why someone would have or something would have marked this like what is this tech guy um working on is there some kind of weird you know time portal thing that is company you know what i mean like, just like find out stuff like that you know yep well i want to see the door and since we got to clean everything we'll encourage them to get rid of the door um, or paint over the door do well, something we should just door. we should argue we should arrange saying hey you know we'll, well maybe we don't want to do that but just getting a whole new door and we'll take we'll get rid of this other one because it's yeah. We'll take Evidence the door or with something. us or yeah. something and, you know, figure out what to do with it. Yeah. I wonder if they've already cleaned it. Yeah, that probably is true, too. If they've cleaned it already, maybe just, you know, buy some new paint for them and we'll figure it out. Let's yeah. get out there. <clears throat> okay. So from the Holiday Inn, it takes you about 15 minutes to get to this residence that's at 3591 Northridge Avenue. As you guys pull up curbside, you know, you see a, a brown two-story house looks rather large just from your uh, estimated account it's probably about 3500 square feet it's definitely in an upper scale area and you see that the door is closed from your curbside sitting in the car you could barely make out faint the faint outline of what was the mark mm -hmm. okay well, let's, shall we go up? Yep. Agent let's Odessa? Yep. Now, bear in mind right up? now that both of you agents are unarmed, so. I, I never use my weapons, I mean. I you are a fucking weapon, stuff. yeah. <laughs> you got a dinosaur? Yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Roundhouse. Now, you got flying? Didn't, uh, didn't in one of the episodes, I think it was with the, the Hitler clone guy, wasn't there rules for me to grapple and hold on to something? There is. And then, so I, I yeah, what, what is that again? Is that a, an athletics that a, check? There, that's a strength check. It's strength. Two opposing strength checks. Okay. Well, I, I can definitely take the girl. No problem. And the kid. No problem. <laughs> you may not Odessa, hear you. So you handle the, you handle the men folk. Got it. <laughs> I know we're, we're going right in. Boom. Headlock. <laughs> Hit him with the mark. <laughs> so as you make your way up to the door uh you you're maybe 10 feet away from it and you can smell from the porch the strong smell of cleaning project products just emanating from there 
Uh, you can see the outline of the mark, even though the majority of the, the red and effluvia have been removed from it. A lot of it has still like seeped into the granular aspects of the wood itself. Like whatever had carved this in and then painted on it, it's stuck inside the, the porosity of that door. Does that make sense? So the, yeah. however they tried to clean it, the, yeah. the bulk of it is removed, but you can still see everything else that's been, that's deeper inside there. Sure. Do we, we don't have any sort of like uh, cards or anything like, hey, give us a call, that kind of thing? No, all you have is your, uh, your FBI credentials. Okay. You weren't given business cards. You probably didn't think it was pertinent. They probably, maybe they might have a different outlook on how familiar you should be with the the family i don't know well they didn't give us weapons so obviously they didn't want us to be too extreme <laughs> all he wants to take a close look at the door should we to it. what okay. i'm looking for is to see whether or not the inscribing or the cutting is equal depth or if it you know seems to follow in it goes in then it comes out some places it's shallower some places it's deeper okay see if it was like if it's a regular inscription or is it just something that's like really fast hasty as a, as a reminder to the listeners, there's a large circle, about two and a half feet oblong circle in diameter at its widest point with three bisecting lines in the upper right quadrant. And in the center of that large circle is a smaller circle with a single line. Paulie, why don't you go ahead and make me a forensics inspection of this to gotcha. see if you come up with something yep. with a... The symbol I have to me, no forensic skill. I can't make a check. Okay, then you wouldn't be able to make it. Is there some well, other... Take some pictures of it. Well, do I keep forgetting technology. We do have little, the flip phones with the little cameras, right? Yeah, you're like in 20... What was it? 2012, 2013. Okay, no, 2005. So you guys year. probably have like first or second 2005, gen. Polly said. Is that what it is? That's what that's when our first episode was, two thousand. Okay, you're you're past that though. Okay. So this yeah, is like we, our fourth no. Third fifth? or fourth? Fifth. This is fourth, fourth or fourth. Fifth. Yeah, two thousand and five we did a night of the opera, then we did Sins of the Father, then we did Victim of the Art, then we did Future Perfect. Future Perfect. Yeah. So isn't perfect. I would say we're probably in twenty thirteen at this point. Okay. Okay, it's been a while, so I'm uh, believe I'm over forty now. Did you get the gift? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, symbol to me looks like an artist palette with like three Wolverine slashes through it. Oh, well, let's give you, you know, a gold art... balloon for that. Oh, thank you. Great. No, we're not going to. Don't worry about it. No, no, you said too. The audience heard it. Back. <laughs> Go to his house and lower the temperature. <laughs> So is there another skill you'd like to use, Polly, to get to that? Yes. Um, Polly would like to use, uh, I guess it just would be search. All he's really looking for is to see whether or not it was evenly inscribed or if it was hasty or deliberate, like someone had taken their time making now, sure that Search as if you're looking for something, Yeah. Not, not analyzing something. Right. It was already deemed that it wasn't a knife or a blade. It was a some sort of... Right claw or chitinous sort of you know fingernail thing or tooth or yeah i probably have just no, one of the gators in the area i i have no other skills to really Gee. use on it well then it looks like you're not going to be able to ascertain that yeah i think that us going up to the door might draw attention maybe to someone in the house we probably shouldn't be lingering uh spooking them out right well, we'll knock on the door then. Yeah. Okay. Give it a couple, three quick raps in succession. A few moments later, the door opens. And you see a woman, Caucasian woman in her mid-40s, answer the door. She looks uh, kind of flustered. and She sees the two of you and she says, Is, is there something I could help you with? Or, it's, it's been a busy day. I don't mean to be rude, but uh, do you need something? We've, we've had Are you before. Evelyn Bernier? Uh, what does this pertain to? Oh, I'm federal agent, or I'm special agent Odesso, and this is special agent Kamura. I whip out Hello, FBI ID. 
Just have some questions about the incident that happened a couple nights ago. Her eyebrows raise like in concern and the FBI. Please, please, this is this is nothing to concern you about or can be concerned about. Um, but when there's cases like this, you know, the FBI takes these things seriously and want to make sure that this was not something of a, as they call a hate crime. And Tim, most likely just a bunch of kids being. Tim, do you have a moment? She She's calling over her shoulder. Sure. You hear from an, another room. What's going on, Evie? You see this, this large man come in. He's shaved head. Black man. He's. Looks probably weighs about 210 pounds, and the guy looks very built. And he kind of grabs the door and opens it up a little wider to present himself, and he sees you two standing on the porches. Can I help the two of you? And she's all, Are hey, you Mr. They're, they're, with the F- they're with the FBI. They're with the feds. He's all, Evie, why don't you go uh, check on, on Cat, Kitty Cat, make sure she's all right. What, Mr. Agents? Bernier? Yes, can you tell me what this is about? Sure. I'm Special Agent Odessa. This is Special Agent Kimura. We just had some sure. questions with respect to the incident that happened a couple of days ago. What happened? Uh, uh, did Chad do something again? No, <laughs> no nothing sir. like that. We're talking about the uh, inscription on your door, the symbol that was drawn in blood or... The vandalism. Yeah. This? The vandalism. And he points at the door. He's like, you guys are here for this? Yes, that's correct. This, this is what we're paying taxes for, for you guys to come out and look at some... Some high school is prank. Uh, indeed, oh. it probably is that, but because because the media spun it up as something potentially more than that, it's our obligation with the FBI to check out these things as potential hate crimes. We understand the the silliness of all of this, sir. But well, I, I understand. My wife called the sheriff's department because she she was very uncomfortable. She honestly didn't think it was any of Chad's friends, and uh, Chad seemed to think it wasn't. But he he didn't discredit it being. His friend, you know, some other bullies from school, possibly, but uh, most likely. Um, and also, you, you, see a, you see a white hand come around his his large bicep and and grab his his arm, and she's like, "Tim, please be nice. The, these these gentlemen are here to help us. You know, they. I know you don't think it's a big deal, but I think it's a big deal. So humor me, please. You see his his like calloused features soften up. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, please." Where my man is, please come in. Come in. Thank you, and, sir. You know, as you guys enter the house, you notice that it's not that the house is in disarray. It's just a great majority of it is still in boxes. You know, you see a lot of pictures leaning against the floor. You see a mirror in the corner leaning against the wall. You see, you know, some other things that are still wrapped in the kitchen as you're making your way past the entryway where you see the kitchen on the left, you see the living room on the right, you see stairs that lead, you know, up in front of you and everything. And he's, he gestures towards the, the family room. He says, please c- come inside. Can, can I get you guys anything? Or, Evie, why don't you get these, these gentlemen something to drink? No, we're fine. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate that. Uh, just moving in, it seems, huh? <laughs> I, I've moved into my house two years ago and I still think I'm still moving in with all the boxes. Evie, give me a 40, will you? <laughs> Why don't you come on in and have a seat, please? <laughs> so he leads you into the family room. He's like, yeah, you know, we were at our other place. Uh, we were renting this condo for a couple of years, and uh, it's just nice to, to finally get out from not having a neighbor right against my wall. So it's, yeah. Or above or from? below you. Yes, I, I totally can relate. <laughs> Where did you move from? Uh, we moved from Pinellas Park. Where do I, where is that? Oh, it's about 25 miles uh, south from here. Gotcha. Uh, did you move for work or other reasons? No, no, I'm still working at the same place. Uh, we just, we wanted to get our kids in a, a better school. Uh, not that the Pinellas Park doesn't have bad schools for you listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just, you know, we're doing a little bit better. We wanted to have a, a little bit better place to stay and and be honest with you, I, I wanted to give my kids a leg up, something I didn't have when I was growing up. Got it. So, uh, but have uh, you ever seen a symbol like this before? I just figured it was some kids drawing something stupid on the door, like some graffiti that some people leave underneath freeway overpasses or whatever. I, I don't even know if you'd really call it much of a symbol. Does it pertain to something? Do you have anything in that in your codis or something? Well, I'm just asking. Uh, do yeah, you have it any doesn't text? seem like. 
doesn't seem like any sort of anything gang related. It looks like you're, like you said, something that's probably kids doing something. Fortunate for you, it wasn't a, a bag of something on fire <laughs> on your doorstep. I've had that a few times myself. You see a lanky young man come through, probably about 5'10", maybe 150 pounds. Got a tight afro. He, you see him coming through, coming downstairs, going to the kitchen, bang around in the refrigerator, and you hear uh, Mr. Bernier say, Chad, you know, we have vis- we have visitors. Please keep it down. Be respectful. Yes, Dad. Just looking for something to eat. You know, you're always looking for something to eat every time it's around you in the refrigerator. Please take it out, Andy please. Boys. Kids that age, yes. Yeah. I tell you, they eat you out of house and home because I think my mom said the same thing. Uh, but I'm sorry, where were we? And you see Chad, that the individual he addressed, he, as he makes his way back up the stairs, he's got a bag of chips in his hand. He kind of looks at the two of you and he gives a nod. Sup, Chad, what did I tell you about that? Good afternoon, sirs. <laughs> and he, he makes his way up. And then a few minutes later, you see a young girl come downstairs. She looks about 10 years old. She's got her hair in braids and stuff. And, and she really doesn't pay attention to either of you two. But... Go ahead and make a, a SIG int check, both of you. What does that stand for again? It's like a signal intelligence, like you're trying to look at something. I have nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing either. I can't tell anything. Yeah, she's not really paying attention to you. And she makes her way into the kitchen as well. Okay. And dis- disappears around the corner. And oh, Two of them. How do, you, uh, how do you stay in food in this house? <laughs> You know, my mom did it with five of us, and uh, I think she raised some good children. And I'm, I'm just trying to use her as a respectful uh, example of how to do things right. And, and I got to say, my wife, Evie, she, you know, she's, she's the two children's stepmother, but I tell you, she treats them like they were her own. And there's a lot of love in this house. So it's, it's been the two of us pulling together. We do really, really well. Yeah, blood only goes so far. Bonds of, you know, real bonds are formed of, out of love. Doesn't matter if there there's a relation there or not. You know, I totally understand. That's that's how I feel. You know, we've got a tight group at work, and we feel the same way. There's no discrimination, no racial bias. I mean, if you get along well with somebody, you love people. I think that that it comes back to you tenfold. Well, speaking of that, have you been having or encountering any problems in the neighborhood since you've arrived? You know, so uh, honestly, we've only been here three weeks, but I can't, I can't praise the neighborhood enough. Everybody here, they, they're really receptive. Uh, we were only here like a day or two and people coming by saying hi, walking the dogs, just showering us with all kinds of, of good attitude and everything. And that's why it was such a, a stark contrast to see something like this on our door here. Because when we lived in a lesser, seedier part of, of the area, that's where I'd expect to find something like this. And we never did. But here we move into a more affluent neighborhood. And, and suddenly it's it, it arrives like three weeks after we've been here. Did you what notice about- anything suspicious on the day before? Cars driving by, people looking at the house for too long, anything happening like that, people scoping the place out? Any person in the neighborhood that you're not familiar with that you haven't seen? I have not. And then all of a sudden you hear a, like a, a throat clearing from another room. <clears throat> and he looks over and he sees Evelyn standing in. She's like, aren't you going to tell them? Yeah, please. I, I, anything, I don't think it's that big of a deal, Evie. Anything like, you have, no matter how inconsequential, could, could help com- prove that this is real or just, like you said, a bunch of kids having fun with the new people in the neighborhood. She comes into the room, and you see that at that point he kind of leans back in the couch and kind of folds his arms almost impatiently, and she, she sits down next to him and puts Here a hand she on, goes again. on his leg. She's got to embellish again. Um, <laughs> she puts a hand on his knee, and, and she says, you know, I, I know Tim doesn't think twice about this, but on several instances, Chad and myself, and even... Little Kit Kat, that, that's Catherine, our, our daughter, seem to feel like we're being watched. Not outside the house, in the house. And 
And Chad has told me on two different occasions that, that it looks as though he's seen someone in the house. He was telling me just the other day that uh, Tim and I had gone out for a date night because we kind of need it. You know, you got two kids, you got to go out and have a date night. And he was watching Little Kit Kat and it was about 1030 at night. And he said he thought that we were we had come home and didn't let him know. And he had heard some noise in, in Catherine's room. So he said he went there and, and he could have swore he saw somebody in her room. And Can you explain more? Was it in a closet or in, in a windowsill? You know, let, let me get him down here and, and have him explain this because... If honestly, it's no trouble. Yeah, no trouble at all. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to tell you about this. Yeah, I'm sure he will. A few minutes later... Hey, just, she, just for clarification purposes for my notes, have you ever seen that type of symbol before? Does it have any significance to you? I, are you talking about the mark that was on the door? Correct. Well, we're talking about something totally different, though. We're, you're talking about some hoodlums vandalizing my front door, and, and we're talking about somebody that's in the house. No, I understand where you're that. You're making the connection here. I mean, right? But I haven't. You haven't told me whether or not you've seen it before. I've never. We're just seen collecting it. this information. It's not that one oh, has anything okay, to do sure. with others. No, I, I've never seen a mark like that before. I, I, yeah, because we're unfamiliar that. as well. So that's why we're we're asking it. I didn't know if it was maybe something that was native to the state of Florida. Both Odessa and I are not from Florida, so. Just wanted to, yeah. and Miss Bernier, have you ever seen the symbol like that before? What are you, drunk? I just told you I haven't. Miss, oh. <laughs> no ma'am, not drunk, but you could remedy that if you have. Oh. <laughs> Does he need a 42? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess we Did you ask him chat. the first time or her the first time? I only asked him. Oh, he well, answer. she answered for herself. Right. Um, and he said, no, that he has not seen it either. Yeah. So he gets up and he goes upstairs and he, you hear at the top of the stairs, Chad, uh, the agents would like to speak with you, remind you to be respectful of the man. He comes, <laughs> down, he comes downstairs and mm -hmm. a few moments later, Chad comes down and, you know, he, he's like, yeah, what, what kind of, yes, yes, officers. Uh, is there something I could help you with? It's agents. If you could just simply reiterate <laughs> what your mom had said. She had... What about my mom? Just kidding. Um, stepmother. Specifically, did you ever have any feeling that you've been watched inside the house or seen anything strange or out of the ordinary? He kind of rolls his eyes. He rolls his eyes and he looks down at, at Evelyn. So... Look, I, I, what I said to them, I, I said, just because it, it, it kind of caught me by surprise, that's all. Maybe I didn't see something. I'm not really 100% sure. Um, Dad, I'm sorry. I know you don't like me getting into your private beers, but I, I had a beer the other night. You see him, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> the father starts getting a little We've irate on the We've all been there, Mr. Bernier. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, my dad and my mom, they had gone out on a date night, and I i assumed that they were back tucking in a little Kit Kat, and I'd heard some noise. So I went upstairs because it seemed like they were taking a bit of a, of a while, and I turned the corner, and I saw Catherine sitting on her bed, looking up, talking with, I could have swore, an individual, uh, like a a dark shadow thing and, and they were signing they were using sign language back and forth and, and she stopped she looked at me and I I don't I don't know it, I had to blink twice because it wasn't there again and so I, I just told my mom and dad and uh, I didn't I didn't think anything about it after that what did your sister say about it did you talk to her <clears throat> She doesn't like to talk about it. And I, I, I hmm. she, she didn't say she didn't see it. She just doesn't. She didn't say she did. And you know, we, my sister's been through a lot, and so have I. You know what, Chad? We don't need to get into that right now. Uh, I'm sure these agents have other things to do besides listen to the past. Okay. 
I'd rather not. Bring we're here. That up we're, we're here to to talk. So if there's anything that you're okay with your kids talking about, well, it's we'll, got nothing we have no to do problem with that. Listening. I don't want. I just would like to distance them from as you know as far apart as I can from from some of the past. I just want to leave it at that. Uh, if you need me to talk to you about it a little bit, that's fine. But I prefer we do that in private. Sure. Yeah. If you don't mind sharing, I mean you're. You're being very courteous, having us in your house, so I would hate to, uh, you know, uh, have you talk about something that you don't want to talk about. No, I, I understand. Uh, do, you, do you need him for anything else? Um, well, only for a couple of questions. Has this happened anywhere else in the house? Go on, son. Tell him. Well, I, I think I'd seen something in a bathroom upstairs as well. Uh, and uh, I think I think that's that's it. You, nothing downstairs at all. I haven't seen anything downstairs. And then the wife speaks up. She's like, you know, I I have seen something downstairs uh, in this very room, right next to the fireplace. And you see, as you look over at the fireplace, could you show us exactly where, like where we were standing? And she she gets up and she said, well, I was I was cleaning this table right here. You know, it's the table between where you two are sitting in the two chairs and where they're sitting on the couch, there's a coffee table there. And she looks to her left and there's a fireplace there with a, a large mirror over the fireplace. And she says, it was right over in that corner, right where that plant's at. There's a little plant that's kind of in the corner between the fireplace and that end wall. Would you mind if I went over and stood there? Feel free. I, honestly, yeah. I haven't gone in that corner since I saw it the other day. Evie, what are you talking about? Don't I... tell me that you're being scared of the house. Yeah. We just bought this this house. We're not leaving. We're not moving. Get Mr. Used Bernier, to the do, you, do you mind if I do that? Please go ahead. I just to just to you know play this out. So I'll, I'll walk over and here, you know, here. Yes, right there. Just a little few few inches over to your right. Okay. Do I uh, to handler? Uh, do I feel anything here? Like, does it feel like this is a a cold spot or? No, you don't. You don't feel anything abnormal. Nothing's making the hair stand up on the back of your neck or anything like that. Other than maybe if you were trying to freak yourself out, you know how like you give yourself the chills and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh no. fuck! No, you know, I think I don't I'm even a, feel that. Okay, because I'm attuned to things that are creepy. If I'm standing there and don't feel something, I don't think I need to. I'm not freaking myself out. I know the real versus the fake. And they don't know your both of your experiences. They think you're just straight up suits. Right. They yeah. don't know anything about you, but you guys would know what you're. Yeah. What you've right. known, right? From your history, right. so. So I so yeah I. Yeah, it's it non-localized. That, it's, yeah. I was thinking that maybe it was just unique to, to the upstairs, but it's not. It's downstairs too, and it's yeah. not unique to a person. But, um, okay, so. Could we talk to um, Catherine, please? I'm sorry. We'd like to talk to Catherine. If that's possible. Yes. Well, uh, let's just say I said it was okay. Uh, my daughter is 100% deaf. That's fine. Huh. We can we can use you to translate. Yeah, if, if you're okay with that. <laughs> you know. We've Jesus. come to experience that in our, in our investigations that when people have a feeling that they're being watched, it's usually not made up. So the <sighs> fact that you've seen things in the house, that may be something. There may be something there. We'd like to follow up on it. Let me ask you something straight. Are you trying to tell me there's some kind of motherfucking ghost in my house or something? What what, what are you two? It, not supernatural all. at all. I have a feeling that this may be just localized. Somebody peering through the windows. And you may be feeling it from the sense there's something there. This isn't something just to blush off. So if she can provide some facts on it, I think it'd be helpful. Give me a luck roll with your D20. And I, I have a persuasion. Right. <clears throat> oh, you want to do the persuasion? Do a persuasion. Yeah. So what persuasion? I, oh, God. Whichever no. one you want to do. You want to do a luck roll or persuasion? Well, I want to do, do a luck, luck roll. My persuasion sucks. Okay. Well, no, no, you... you do luck, and I'll I'll say something after and try persuasion. Okay. Yeah, I got a thirty persuade, but I think I probably do better with the d twenty. What am I trying to roll, high or low? You're gonna try to beat my d twenty. Okay, that's it. 
20 right on i got a <laughs> seven i got a six <laughs> all right <laughs> so awesome. he looks at you and reluctantly he looks mm-hmm. off to his right where you could see that Catherine has mm-hmm. left the kitchen is like standing in front of the the wall there she has made her way creepily around the wall and you see him flash a few signs and gesture for her to come in. And you see her rather timidly, you know, kind of come in with her hands in front of her chest and, you know, kind of looking around, eyeballing the two of you. And when I see her, um, I, I will do this. And I'm trying this from memory. That's high. Yeah. And then I'll go, I am Ichi. And she looks at you and, and she kind of smiles a little and she does the high symbol back and, and she says that, you know, her name is, is Catherine. Uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll look at uh, Mr. Bernier and say, I, I basically know how to say hi. You know, an, an old friend of mine uh, was hearing impaired and I, I, I learned how to say my name. So uh, and that's see, about all I got. <laughs> he's got a big smile across his face. He's like, you know, I, I got to say that I, I really appreciate the gesture. Um, that goes along. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Beer bottle on the head. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> and he, he, he looks at her and he, he signs a few symbols in the, in the air and basically is, is asking her if it's okay if if they ask you a few questions about the other day and she nods and he's like, okay, I just want to let you know that, uh, everything you're going to run by, you're going to run by me. And, uh, I don't mean to be an ass about this, but my children's lives come first. So if I sense that there's anything that's not on the level, not only will I not send it through, but, uh, we will be done. Absolutely. Am I standing where she avoided? Yeah, you're still standing up in the corner of the room. You have. But is that the one she avoided? Yes. Okay. Well, she doesn't go into that corner because the mom doesn't go into that corner because that's where she saw whatever it was that was in that in that corner. It doesn't seem to to bother Catherine though. I mean, she just she seems to be moving around the house. She doesn't. Maintain a, a distance. I mean, there's other portions of the room that would be further away from that corner, and she's not in those areas. You know what I mean? She's not trying to stay away from the corner. She just moves in front of the coffee table. There's plenty of places in the room that could have put her in a further position from that corner, and she doesn't seem to be doing that. Got it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, um, I'll ask her, Catherine. Yeah, we'll ask Mister Mister Bernier. Talking to him to talk to her. Yeah, yeah. But looking at her, so that I she would know that the conversation is directed toward her rather than him, and say you you may have seen something in your room at one point uh, a couple days ago, week ago. And he asks her, and then she looks at him, says a few things. She's like. Yeah, according to her, she says that uh, she has seen something in her room. She and then, as she's still doing it, he, he he pauses. And he looks at you and he says, in fact, she says it's been in her room every night. Any particular this. time? I'm going to look at the wife, uh, Evelyn, too, while this is happening and just seeing if she it, seems, if she like blanches at what he says, like maybe it's incorrect or something. So uh, not that I can know, but I just want to see what she's doing while Odessa's talking with. Go uh, ahead and make that same uh, signet roll. I have nothing. Okay. Yeah. I would almost say make an insight. We don't have insight on this thing. You do see the color in her face drain out as he's saying this. Saying that he's seen it every night. That she's seen it every night in her room. Okay, I'm making a note that the mom believes all this and the dad hasn't seen it yet. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'd like Uh, her to describe it to me. She starts signing and uh, the father's watching. He says, apparently it's a 
It's a tall man. Uh, goes by the name of Sweetness. Apparently it, it knows to call her a kitty cat, though. It's a little cat. And I gotta say, though, there's... Calling her little cat is has always been our pet name for her. That's that's not something that's known outside of our family. What else can she tell me about sweetness? Is he old, young? And he's he's asking, you know, what what other, how would you describe him? And you know, do you see eyes? And, and she's a, but she says she doesn't have any eyes. No mouth, and it only communicates through sign. Hmm. It says that they have conversations for like an hour or two every night. What do they talk about? How she's doing in school, her friends, Barbie dolls, uh, how she liked the new house. It's odd. You talk about him at all, or is it all about her? It's all about her. Where does he, he go? He signs after? a few things, and and she responds, and he says, "You know, I just asked her if uh, if it ever asks about anybody else in the house, and she says no." Where does it go when they're done talking? He signs it. She replies. She says she usually falls asleep at some point, and when she wakes up in the morning, it's gone. Have you, uh, you know, it doesn't seem that she's traumatized by this, or, or, or is she? It seems like this is a regular occurrence. Have, has she ever asked any of you to sleep in bed with her at night? Have, has, you know, Miss Miss Bernier, have you seen anything with, with uh, your daughter and this sweetness? I haven't seen anything, uh, but I know Shortly after we moved in here, about a week after we moved in, a little cat came in and had said that something was in her room and it scared her and she wanted to sleep with us. And we had just assumed it was the jitters from a new house. Obviously, Tim went in there and took her by her hand and showed her that there was nothing in there and that houses can be a little strange when you first move in and that, you know, it, whatever noises you hear, perhaps it's a good friend you know, he, he tried to play it off. He didn't want to feed into her, her psychosis of it. And eventually she went back to her room. And after that, we never really had her come back in. It's only been that one time. And can she tell anything about the, the guy? Is he young, old? He seems to be from... She signs to her this time and, and she answers back. No, from everything she's saying, it, it's completely... From what I could gather, featureless, just a, a large black silhouette of something with two legs, two arms, and fingers enough to sign. Uh, Any clothing? It doesn't appear so, no. Why does she think it's a male? She says because of how tall it appears. How tall is it? And she, you see the little girl kind of raise her arm above her head and, and kind of look at, at where her arm doesn't daddy. reach high enough. And <laughs> she looks at her dad and, and you know, she says maybe as tall as, as her father, maybe a little taller, but thinner. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to be looking at the dad too and just seeing like how he's reacting to all this. Is he frustrated? Is he... He's, he's not frustrated. He's more concerned and and almost petrified of of what the, these revelations that are coming across out of his daughter's mouth. Is there any particular time this guy shows up, like just before she goes to sleep, or is it tied to a time of day? Evelyn signs to her, and she she signs back, and she says that. It usually appears to her after bath time when she's been in her pajamas and is ready for bed. Mm. Uh, but I personally, I know I've seen it occasionally during the day. So everyone, 
so far seems to have have seen something like this. Uh, Mr. Bernier, you, you haven't seen anything? No, I haven't seen anything. I, this must I don't be really difficult my, for you <laughs> with your family. I don't discredit my wife or my children saying that they saw something. If one of them had only been the one saying it, I'd say it's hyperactive imagination or something. But mm -hmm. uh, I, if they're all saying it, that sounds incredible. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to think that something's in my daughter's room every night. What the has fuck she is ever? This? Has she ever? Sorry, forgive and, me. And, and please excuse me for being forward. Does she ever suffer from like maybe sleepwalking or somnambulance or anything like that? Like, has she had any kind of sleep issues? Maybe she's she's sleepwalking, and that doesn't explain why he, why your wife's son to his his daughter seen anything. And uh, Evie signs back and then waves to both of you, saying goodbye. And she goes upstairs. He's like, "Look, I." Uh, <clears throat> I want to send my, I want to send my daughter away for this. I don't, I don't like bringing up old memories. Um, they, they've never experienced sleepwalking, but I have to say that uh, my ex-wife and I, for a long time, uh, after we had separated and were going through our divorce, we were going through a custody battle, and it was very tumultuous. Uh, it, she's a. Uh, she was with the Chicago Police Department for several years. So it was making it really difficult for me to win custody, especially in light of what my children were saying, that at night she would basically torture these kids. She would cut them and burn them and make them say prayers at night under duress. And it wasn't until I was actually able to have a physician examine them and see that they were in danger that we were able to get them back. Ever since they've lived with me, they've never they had any, a problem. Do they have? They don't have any visitation with the mother. I would hope. Absolutely not. And do you have? Do you know where the, your ex is? Is now? Is she in in Florida or? Oh no, we we've been divorced for seven years. Um, she's she's living in Chicago right now. Uh, but I I haven't I haven't seen her, and we I haven't taken the kids to her. She does not have any custody or any visitation rights, especially after our tumultuous custody battle. Does she know uh, where you live? My point being, is this something potentially like on the front door that your mother, or sorry, their mother, uh, sorry, your ex uh, could have potentially done? I don't see how, I mean, we, we're not registered with anyone. We just recently moved here. I think that mm -hmm. if anything, if she was going to come all the way from Chicago down here, she'd be at the house in Pinellas. Yeah. Or not here, you know? Yeah. Or, or I, not necessarily her, but does she know, you know, I, again, it, it seems to me, um, that psycho psychosis brought on by traumatic, you know, experiences with a, with a parent, maybe have the kids spooked and, and, Maybe the, the ex is doing things to try to spook them, putting things on the door, or I don't know. Uh, what what to you, sir, seems more likely that people are talking to some sort of sweetness or, you know, that's that's just what I'm getting at. I don't mean to uh, no, offer I, any disrespect I get it. Hon or Honestly, I haven't seen my ex-wife in seven years. Um, we've been divorced for almost a decade. I can't understand how somebody could travel 1100 miles every night oh, if she's still living there sense. if she's still living there right well i don't go looking for her though honestly right. holly as as ichi is asking tim these questions your personal phone in your pocket begins to vibrate i'll ignore it <clears throat> If you want, you can take that outside. I can continue. You you don't speaking. know it was you don't know it was going off. Hearing check. No, just he's like, <laughs> you know. Uh, pardon my partner. He had cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> you too. Um, well, I'll, I'll ask just another question. Of you know, so with everybody sort of seeing something in the house. I mean, have have you ever thought of maybe? 
being in your daughter's room at night, like taking her to bed and staying there and seeing if something like that occurs? Or I, I've tried. I've, yeah. I've gone in there two, three times. Uh, every time that I thought, well, let's get to the bottom of this. But seriously, after the first week, she stopped coming to me saying there was a problem. Uh -huh. it, it wasn't until my wife started saying she was seeing something in the corner and my sunset and it, yeah. Polly, your phone's vibrating again in your pocket. You know, I I didn't think there this was still a nightly problem going on. Right. <laughs> out of Polly out of out phone. of character. Go take the phone call, Tone. <laughs> Polly will um, check his phone. In character. You look at it, um, it says incoming unknown caller. Is it still ringing? Yes. So you're che you're checking it out, like now looking at it. I'll I'll say excuse me I have to take yeah. this and I'll step to the to the front door and take the call. I'll okay. do some uh, while he's talking. I'll do small talk of stuff like so. Does this symbol on the door did it spook the kids at all? Like, I or is it, it just spooked, it spooked everybody? Um, yeah. Except for me, like I said, I, I've <clears throat> I thought it was somebody pranking the house or pranking my son chat as he's trying to explain this away. Paulie, you answer the phone and you hear Adesso. What the hell is this rumor I'm hearing that you and Kamura are working in Tampa? Is this um, our guy, uh, what is it? You recognize Heisenberg? the voice. Heisenberg, yeah. Of <laughs> it Heisenberg, is Heisenberg on okay. the other end of the line. Yes, that's correct. We are. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I'm your case officer. And whatever mission you're on is totally going sideways. Any details you can get me? I sure can. Next session. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We've also got a YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over there and hit that like bell, and don't forget to subscribe. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to check us out and look for us out there. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com where you can also download the current show directly and view our archives and galleries. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted there, so head on over. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.